Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On today's episode of Down the Wire, the one seeds in the NBA playoffs are locked up. The number one team in the NCAA basketball organization is cemented. Association. Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. And NFL pre-draft standings. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Yeah. Sports podcast down the wire. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Down the wire. Yeah. Tom and Dave works. Yeah. Episode number one thirteen. Down. Wire, welcome to Down the Wire. My name is Tom Wirtz here with my brother Dave. Hello. We talk professional sports in unprofessional ways. The most unprofessional. Dave, before we get into any of our topics of the day, I think we need to tell the people where we were today. Oh yeah, we um we celebrated history with a well, legend. Witnessed, witnessed it, yes. Witnessed and celebrated. Exactly. Okay. Yes. With a legend in the sport. And I did call it a sport, which is unbecoming of me. I was just going to say, yeah, I was ready to get into an argument about that with you. But we saw the World Burrito Eating Championships down at the Deer District watching legend in his own right, Joey Chestnut, take away the championship belt with a grand total of 14 and a half Qdoba burritos Fucking in crazy. 10 minutes. In 10 minutes. Those big ass burritos. Mm. Did we ever figure out like how big they are? Like, is that like a half pound burrito? You think? Oh, I don't know about that. You I don't feel think like that's so. A lot. There's a shit ton of burrito in there. I would say. I mean, yes, for sure. You don't think he ate seven pounds of burrito? I, I mean, we're never going to know. We're never I mean, going to average. Know. Yeah, like just uh, should, I, should I should I see if that pops up? Yeah, just be like, how much does a Qdoba burrito weigh? I'm sure someone's someone's average got average size of Qdoba chicken burrito. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Uh, uncovering the weight of Qdoba. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is what this is podcasting. This right is here. this is what people want. So from- for any, I'll I'll go into it a little more. They had the burrito eating championships at the Deer District and. It was honestly one of the coolest competitions I've ever seen in person. I would say that's a good way to put it. I don't know if I'd go as far as to call it a sport, but it definitely is super entertaining to watch and be a part of the atmosphere. The Deer District was a perfect host for this event. The size of the place fills up nicely. Had a decent crowd. You think how many people do you think were there? A couple hundred? 
Oh yeah, a thousand? Uh, no. Yeah, I, I don't know. What to, like, what? What were you thinking a then? A thousand? I know. I didn't think it was a thousand, but you were like, oh yeah. Oh, like, I said a couple. You said a couple hundred. So two hundred people? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Something yeah. like that. It was super cool to see Joey Chestnut. We were supposed to get Eric Badlands Booker, but he had to pull out at the last minute, which was big buzzkill, to be honest. Yeah, um, I can I can probably tell you, Badlands Chugs never pulled out in his life before. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I, I like mean, he's that, that yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, Joey Chestnut going up against some other fucking dudes who never had a chance, and a couple females as well. There were two women that competed as well. Uh, including the number one ranked female eater in the world. I don't remember her name. I, to be fair, I don't remember anyone's name other than Joey Chestnut. And you kept asking me, what's that guy's name? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, well, yeah, because I wouldn't know the Wisconsin guy's name. Yeah, there were two Wisconsin guys. Yeah, one, repping hard. One from Milwaukee, another one from like Heartland, I believe it was. Um, cool. Yeah. Cool story, bro. But like, it was, it was. if you were going to rank it scale to one to ten, what would you rank it? Wait, wait, ranking or I'm just giving like a placement. I'm saying for your expectations. Oh, I had, I had, I had uh, no expectations of negativity. I knew this was going to be an event. It was going to be fun. Um, I, I will say like mildly disappointed in the sense that like it was one event. I thought for sure we were going to get multiple things going on. Well, that's because Kidoba sponsored it, right? Sure, but yeah, again, don't you think you could have done like pounds of nachos? Right, and I said gallons of pico or something like yeah. that. So I, I think I would have thought there was something more. But, but it was quick. <clears throat> no, I, I'm not. I, my, honestly, here's a great one. Number of Qdoba tortillas you can eat. Oh, God. Like I said, it's just tortilla. You're not allowed to anything else. The 14 and a half burritos in 10 minutes is absolutely insane. It's to a me. feat. That is, I, like I said, I don't know if I could even do a fifth of that. I don't know if I could do three of those burritos in 10 minutes. Two, I, maybe. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I can easily clear three. Oh, God. That's I'm so gross. Dude. I'm giving myself four, it, which it, isn't a lot. I mean, I mean, it's a lot, but it's not, it's not chestnut. You know what I mean? If they're the exact same burrito? Yeah. I'm saying I think with the right training, like the, like, give me a week's time. Okay. I also just, that's the part of it that I always thought probably sucked about it is, you know, those burritos were cold. Like the fourth burrito on that tray, I, I probably you, cold. I don't think you care. And then that's, that's like, that's step number one in like competitive eating. You can't have... Any mental blockage. Right. And then just, just eating the same it. taste over and over again is Th not That's for mental. Me. That's yeah. mental. Right. You and just got to scarf it down. I, I'm the type of dude that, like, I can't leave anything on a plate. Mm -hmm. So I power through that shit. And, and, like, I don't even like taking it home nine times out of ten. I Especially if there's, like, a little bit left, right? You know, not enough to, like, get, like, one of those small to-go boxes. Sure. But... I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm just, Ugh. that's what you got to be dog. Okay. Um, they had really cool hats. They had really cool hats that we almost got off of one of the workers. Yeah. yeah. And then forgot to go back and find her afterwards as well too. Um, Joey Chestnut took a picture with us. Cool yeah. dude. Nice guy. Took pictures with a lot of people. Good to shit. be fair. 
Yes, that was the one question I asked him. I said, how's that poop going to be? And he said, which one? Um, yes. So congrats um, on your poop. I'm and, sure and he's those, pooped once by now. Uh, for those wondering, uh, from what I see, the average weight of the burrito is nearly 32 ounces. Isn't that like two pounds? No, I don't think so. How much so. is a pound? Isn't a pound 16 ounces? Oh, maybe. That sounds right, doesn't it? Many uh, ounces in a pound. I don't know. I don't do math. It is 16. So, yeah, two pounds? He ate 28 pounds of burrito? Uh, 29. Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy, dude. Well, I mean, he, considering he ate 28 pounds of poutine. Yeah, yeah. No, and then... You should try to find his records real quick because they had a list of all the records that he did and it was a, a minute-long introduction of all the things that he's got the record for from Major League Eating. Obviously, Coney Island hot dogs. Uh, I believe he had... It's way longer than you think. Holy shit. You see what I mean? You should find the one where it's hard-boiled eggs because he has the most hard-boiled eggs. That one, 141 in... That's in, in eight, eight minutes. That's disgusting. <clears throat> All right. No check. way you can. How many hard boiled eggs can you do? Can you do 20 in eight minutes? Absolutely. Without throwing up? Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I would, I would vomit. Dude, I have a cast iron stomach. I would vomit. That's way too many. All right. Check. Right. Let's see how many I can get through in one breath. His records. Okay. You ready? Chicken wings, hot dogs, pork pulled sandwiches, tacos from Taco Bell, to hamburgers from Crystal's, meat pies, donuts, glazed eggs, asparagus, pork ribs, corned beef sandwiches, apple pie, Philly cheesesteaks, funnel cakes, fish tacos, tacos, traditional mutton sandwiches, jalapeno poppers, pepperoni rolls, shrimp wontons, pork pulled sword shoot sandwiches, pork pulled sliders. Fuck. And there's easily like 30 more, yeah, maybe. More. Yeah, holy yeah, shit. I mean, it was a really fun event. I give it a 10 out of 10. I hope they continue to do stuff like this. Well, like you already a saw yearly, had, a yearly Qdoba eating competition would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, you already saw, but like how many shout outs I did. Uh, also in 10 minutes time, he had seven and a half pizza hut pizones. Oh my God. That's a fuck ton. That's so many carbs, dude. That's ridiculous. That's nuts. He was, yeah, it was a great event. I had a lot of fun at it and we were really close too. like, it was it was a pretty cool event, I thought. Yeah, like I said, you already saw you already saw me like shout out Qdoba. Mm -hmm. Also, again, trying to ask for the fucking uh hat. Yeah. They're not going to respond. No, nope. they're assholes. But um Maybe the Qdoba store. It's gotta be a Qdoba store, right? There's no Qdoba store. It's what the bullshit. fuck are you talking about? It's bullshit. <laughs> they don't have one of those. Uh yeah. Major League Eating. That was a great that was a great event. Speaking of champions. Ooh. UConn and LSU. The newest college basketball champions. All right, so start with LSU. That happened first. Yes. And you know what? We're not going to talk about the You Can't See Me, okay? Because that's Who a non-story. Right. No, that's not a story. Good for her. Good. They both fucking did a taunting at each other. We love that shit, okay? We, we support taunting no matter what, okay? Uh, LSU, though, everyone was against them, and they still went out there and whooped ass. Yep. Uh, that told you that was probably what was going to happen because Caitlin Clark carried her team. Yeah, but did you expect it to be that much of an ass whooping? Uh, I mean, I think we were all rooting for it not to be, but you also had to understand that you could let Caitlin Clark score 40. I think she only scored 30, but um, 
and still be okay. You know what I mean? The rest of the team obviously is not on to Caitlin Clark's level. 105 points, I believe, in that LSU game they scored. 102. There you go. That's a lot for a women's college basketball. I mean, they broke the 100 threshold. That's crazy, right? And what what is that? uh, 187 points total? That's I'm wondering if that's the highest scoring final of all time. I would almost guarantee that. Right? Yeah, that sounds like it. It would be one of the highest scoring women's uh, championship games of all time. Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese will both be back next year. So it's going to be run it back all the way. Women's college basketball is definitely on the map now. I would say that's fair to say. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I mean, this is the biggest it ever was. And I think it's the most watched game on ESPN this year. I think I remember seeing that seven and a half million people tuned in to watch it. Was well, that basketball game? Was not, that this one? I thought that was the the one last week. Well, and even bigger, like for this one, I thought it was seven and a half million, and it was like I mean, five they, million they got for, Sunday. I I don't know. I feel like it was set up for the women to be better. Well, right, all right, to be, to have more viewers. Sure, sure, and that's no Monday. I believe had fourteen million, but it also was one of the least watched finals of all time for the men's. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get to that because, because yeah. uh, you know, the, the at least with LSU and Iowa, it could have gone either way. Sure. Did anyone have any real hope for San Diego State? No, it, UConn made it the easiest walk to the championship ever. Yeah, I mean, what was it? what were the, what was their run? I don't think they had a single game that was within 12 points. I think they won every game by 12 points or more by the end of it. That uh, that seems like right. I know they won the championship by 12 points. Um, so from there, they wow, I, I know they... not help me at all. You, you got to go... Just go back. Just type in UConn's schedule is what you should do. I want it. Oh, nice. There's our emergency vehicle of yeah. the day. Um, yeah, so you just should type in UConn basketball and then you would have gotten every single game and it would have been all good from there. Uh, Sonogo was a beast. Danny Hurley coming from basketball royalty, obviously. His brother Bobby. Uh, they are now all champions as well. Uh, what was the path there, Dave? Uh, you're, you're scrolling up way too far. There's just way just too let far. Me get to, get there. Let me get there. Okay, there it is. Iona. St. Mary's, Arkansas, Gonzaga, you, uh, Miami, San Diego State. Yeah. Yeah. So the highest seed was Gonzaga, which is, I mean, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Gonzaga, which I mean, like Gonzaga was tough, mm-hmm. um, but they destroyed them. In fact, that mm, I, I yes, that is their largest uh, victory. Yep. And what was, and Miami was the closest. It looks like there 59, 72, 13 uh, points, 13 points. Is the closest anyone got to beating them. Yeah. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. They whooped ass the whole time. Can you believe Marquette beat them? No, twice. I believe too. Marquette beat them. <laughs> uh, if I'm not mistaken. This no, year. no, they lost just once. Yeah. Was there one, them. uh, but that was the first one was the second one was in the tournament game. So yeah. they might've played them three times this year. Well, I'm just telling you what I know. Uh, See, Marquette beat him twice. Yeah, Marquette beat him twice this year. That's absolutely nuts. Um, Yeah, and then Marquette lost to Michigan State and really fucked the whole thing. So, told you I was high on the Big East in this tournament. That was my prediction. Sure. And UConn ends up winning the whole thing and whooping ass the whole time. Yeah. 
Well, um, that's enough college basketball, right? Yeah, because winning is happening in the NBA, too. Mm-hmm. Yes, the two one seeds are locked up. The number one overall seed. And I want to say the two and three and four in well, the in the East. It's it, Even if it's not, it pretty much is. Like, what you can see right now is virtually what you're going to get within the NBA playoffs. Uh, it, the NBA standings are as such... They have, you type in the worst thing. No, I didn't. Oh, that's actually not a bad look at those. Yeah, things. shut the fuck up. It was, it was loading. The standings. Um, Milwaukee, the one seed. They have clinched that. They have Philly at uh, three. Sorry, Boston is at two. Yeah, I know Boston locked it up, and so did Philly. Cleveland and New York are going to be the four or five with Brooklyn being the six. Is that the surprise right here of the whole thing? Like, obviously, yes. they fell, but they lost Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and really didn't get much uh, Okay, worse. so, like, yes and no. Because, like, as far as from what we know in the midpoint, mm. Brooklyn is surprising. You know, they traded Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Wow. But I still think the biggest surprise has to be Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to them on the other side. Finishing out the East... Miami and Atlanta will play for the seventh seed, while Chicago and Toronto will play for a chance to get the eighth seed. So the loser of that Miami-Atlanta game gets to play again. I, I, how do you fan of the plan? Do you like the plan? Do you not like the plan? I don't need it. I, I agree. I, I think it's a little weird, I, and I don't like it that if you're a seven or an eight, you can lose and like still make it. I would like it to just be, you know, like the seven should play the ten, and then the lowest seed goes to the eight, and then the nine nah. should play the eight if we they want to do it. You it's know half what I mean? the league. It's half the league. I don't need that. Right. I'm just saying if they were going to make it a play-in, like, you can't lose and still make it, in my opinion. Again. I think you need to win, keep winning, and then you can earn your way in. Sure. Nah. Uh, I, don't, I don't need to see below average Chicago or OKC in this fucking, like, in the, the play-in tournament. And potentially in the uh, the playoffs. Denver gets the one seed. Memphis the two in the West. Sacramento, your surprise of the season at three. Four and five is going to be Phoenix versus the Clippers. Uh, the Warriors are currently at six. Seven, the Lakers. Eight, the Pelicans. Nine and ten is Minnesota and OKC respectfully um okay so where are the upsets because i mean golden state has to be the favorite in that series i think right no <laughs> because of andrew wiggins um is wiggins really doing that for you i think everyone wants to face sacramento right now everyone this team hasn't made it to the playoffs in 16 seasons and it's definitely going to be one of those like you've been there befores okay but I mean, when you look at the roster that Sacramento has, and is it is it young? Sure. But do you know who they do have? They have Mike Brown. Mm -hmm. Mike Brown, I, I would say, is coach of the year. Yeah, for sure. He has to be. I, I don't know if there's anyone that really comes close. But, but you know. No. It's but going to be Sacramento. It has to be. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. Like, there is absolutely no chance that Bud even comes remotely close. 
Bud I, is now three three times he's been the one seed with the Bucks. That's got to be worth something. It's there. worth something, yeah. sure. But you have Giannis, and you have the Bucks, who have consistently been winning mm-hmm. over the past couple seasons. Correct. And you have Sacramento, who literally came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I'm not arguing. I, I completely agree. Sacramento, Mike Brown, coach of the year, has with to be. with like I said last week. I I mean, I. I I know you want to give Sabonis that like superstar level. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm ready to give it to him yet. Top 10 player this year. That's where I'm at with him. I'm not saying he's a top 10 player. Top 10 player this year, though. Sure. I mean, yeah, I can give you that. But again, that doesn't make him a superstar. I think that Golden State versus Sacramento, I'm taking Golden State. Okay. Seven game series. Um, I don't think Sacramento has a chance to win in Oakland. And I would think that Golden State could pull Sac- San Francisco. Are they in San Francisco now? Uh, they might have moved, but yeah. I really don't. The O2. How about that? How about I just saying that? The O2 arena. And then I think they can pull one win out in Sacramento. Clay's kind of been back. Wiggins is coming back now, like you said. San Francisco. Uh, Clay. One Warriors. Away. Or not Clay, sorry. Uh, Steph is obviously Steph Curry. I think that everyone wants to play San Francisco. It should be noted, though, that four through seven are all, like, three games apart. So anything could realistically happen in this, like, last couple days here of the season. And who knows? It could be completely different matchups. You're talking about for um, for the West. For the West, yes. Because the East is pretty much locked. Man, and I don't know. Again, I don't know if there's any real underdogs that I could like put money on. So I have one. You're gonna say Brooklyn? No. Okay. Um I do think in a way, I'm not predicting this. Bucks can't overlook Cleveland. That's not underdog. And they're not playing them in the first round. Right. But you know, when it gets there, I'm saying Bucks can't okay. overlook Cleveland and Philly could definitely beat Boston. Uh, again, I'm talking about the first round. Okay, well, then... First round upsets. Who you got? Well, then watch out for Miami, because Miami matches up with Boston really well again, no, too. stop it. Um, no. Absolutely not. Okay, hear me out, right? Who's guarding Jalen Brown? We have, like, Jimmy Butler. Okay. Uh, who's guarding Jason Tatum? They still have Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And they also have perimeter shooting up the ass with Tyler Hero and Duncan I, Robinson. Again, I uh, Miami is not consistent enough as a shooting team. Correct, and but another team that's been there before, they were just in the playoffs. That doesn't mean finals anything. That does not mean ago. anything. And just, uh, First of all, that's bubble finals. Fuck that. Fair, but... Bubble finals means nothing to me. I'm just going to say this. Miami's definitely a team where they haven't been consistent this season, but they could totally get hot at the right time. I, I mean, there are like two games left. Right. <laughs> There's just no way. Okay, so let's say they win the first game against Boston. Okay. Then home court's done. They're not going to. Just saying. I, I mean, I will put money on that. They're not going to. Right. But I'm saying if you're picking one, that's the team you got to look at. And I also really think Philly might be Boston in this thing, too, if you're not going to take any other upsets until tomorrow's games, if you would. I'm just telling you, 
it could very well be Philly Boston seven game series all day. Okay. And then in the West, uh, could you pop back over to that real quick? Real quick. Um, yeah. Phoenix as well. Like not an upset over the Clippers, but they got to be, I think for me personally, Phoenix Golden State is what I'm thinking is going to be the Western Conference Finals. I will absolutely take that bet. What, that you get to just pick the field? I, I'm saying Sacramento or Golden State should not be looked at as as those type of guys yet. All right. Okay. So no, like they, they just don't won look, the championship last they're old. season. They're old. And they play really good basketball. Okay. And they're getting their team back. Sure. I'm, I'll take them. I'll, I will take the... How many series do you think the Kings win? Because then they're going to have to play Memphis after. You think they're beating Memphis? No. Because I think they have a better chance to beat Memphis than they do Golden State. Okay. That's all you got. That's all you're going to say is okay. Yeah. Because that's... I, I, I don't think there's any way for me to convince you that uh, Sacramento is a lot better then they play Golden fun State. basketball. They play fast basketball. They can shoot a shit ton. I get it. And that's something that Golden State can't do anymore. They can't keep up. I think that's that's a hot take. That's, that's a hot not take. a hot take. I, I think you, they had a rough year on the road. Their home numbers are absolutely disgusting this season. Okay. So I would say that you gotta you gotta be very scared to play Golden State if you're the if you're the Kings. All right. I I I don't know what else to say to you because, like I said, I think, I think Sacramento should be able to. I, I won't say coast, but I don't think it's going to go to seven games. Give me four two. Could the Lakers no beat the Nuggets? No, no, no. I think the Nuggets are on fraud watch too. They're not first round exit like fraud watch. Okay. Bro, I'm just saying. Stop it. Why not? Stop it. Good. Bucks are also not getting. You're literally the- taking the Lakers. I'm just asking. That's all it was. It was an ask. Stop it. I'm asking. Stop it. The Bucks are also not healthy right now, and that's scaring me. They'll be fine. Mm. Relax. They need to just not play anyone the rest of the season. Oh my God. Like the starting lineup tomorrow better be. Goran Dragic, uh, Marjan Bochamp, Wesley Matthews, Myers Leonard, and... Like, you are being those guys right now. No, I think the Bucks are the best team in the NBA. But you are being those guys right now. No, I'm saying Yes, that you are. The bu- okay, well, here's the thing. Pat and Grayson are both not going to play the rest of the regular season. That's confirmed, right? Okay. Chris Middleton has re-aggravated something, and you know I really think they need Chris Middleton to propel themselves, especially if they don't have Grayson and Pat. I am okay with them getting Javon Carter some more minutes because he plays great defense. I also am in complete acceptance that Drew Holiday is their number two option now, not Chris Middleton. So it, realistically, the two most important players are Giannis and Drew Holiday. And I do think Brooke Lopez is a much better player this year than he was last year as well. So, yes, I do think the Bucks are in okay shape. Realistically, they could probably win the series, the first round at least, without Chris playing. 
and Grayson playing and Pat playing. So we'll see how it all pans out and also depends on who they go up against. I just think that health is the most important thing when it comes to the playoffs. Yes, absolutely. But I think you have to give this Bucks team credit. They have been playing smart all season long and they're definitely aware of what's going on. True. Yes. Okay. Good. Do you have anything else to add? No. Okay. How about the fucking Milwaukee Brewers, dude? Yeah. That's all you have? No, I have this. Oh, that's not what I wanted. Mm. This one? You know, I was thinking about this. No. You're fumbling the bag here. You shut the fuck up. Oh, that was That was really loud. Good. Um, yeah, that was fucking awesome yesterday. That was that was amazing. And yeah. right now, the Brewers have three guys on their team who are all rookie status in the lineup who have taken over this city and their excitement for baseball right now. It is Bryce Terang. It is Garrett Mitchell. It is Joey Weimer. These three guys are absolutely electric. They are spark plugs. They fuel this team right now with this infusion of youth. It is so exciting to watch, and it is so exciting to be a fan right now of the Milwaukee Brewers. The thing I got to ask you, Dave, I was going to say more, is at what point in the season is Christian Yelich going to be dubbed the worst player on the team? Um, uh, I mean, he's, I would say, pretty close. Right. It's really right. fucking close. But we right already now. knew that. It's really bad. It's we so knew sad. That. It's I, I so don't sad. know why anyone is trying to believe it. In Christian Yelich, is that because we're in denial or they're in denial? Because I've been on this for quite some time. We already know that Christian Yelich sucks. Mm-hmm. He's never been the same ever since uh, the uh, the injury, right? And now, rather than just like coming to terms with that, he is like the new Jason Hayward. Of the, mm. of the Brewers. Okay, okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, rather than just accepting that, people are like, oh, he's going to break out any minute. No. No, he's just bad. No. Yeah, no, yeah. Bad. I mean, that's just what he is. Like, sorry. This team got crowded in one week, though. That is another thing to be noted, is that this lineup is now, very, this roster, rather, is very crowded. And... We wouldn't even have seen Joey Weimer at this point if Luis Urias hadn't slid into first base on opening day, which you're a dumbass for sliding into first base. I'm sorry. Just had to say that, Luis. Um, Sal Freelich, still in the minors. Guy who was on the cusp of maybe coming up. 
Yeah. I don't know how he finds a spot on this team unless someone else gets hurt again. Because well, I mean, it's not going to be this year. Yeah, but I think they wanted him this year. And here's the problem. They have Tyrone Taylor still to come back, which is a it's an interesting guy on your team because while he's a very streaky hitter, very streaky in the fact that he gets really good stretches, really bad, he's a plus defender as well. But all these guys now are plus defenders on in the outfield, except for Yelich, but you can't really get rid of them. I, I'm to- totally torn with this lineup and this roster right now because I don't know who loses a job, and I know we have guys who are promised jobs to come back. Okay, still. well, so look, let let's break it down because first things first, the three best, the three guys that you wanted to be your best players, Rowdy Telez, Christian Yelich, Willie Adonis, are arguably batting the worst, at least as far as average is concerned. Uh, same order, is, so reverse order rather. Adamas two thirty eight, Yelich two seventeen, Telez one fifty eight. Mm-hmm. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, every other dude though is batting three hundred. Not something you would have saw out of this team at all, or at least for the the regular guys, right? You know what I mean, like the starting lineup guys. Seven of the fourteen roster spots for player positions are new guys, I believe. So it's a whole new team, pretty much from last year. Um, I'm also, uh, I'm still lukewarm on Jesse Winker. I don't know if he has a spot going forward. Really? Silence your phone, you piece of shit. Okay, listen, guy who played the wrong sound effect three times. Uh, no, I did not. I actually played the right one. I just didn't believe in myself. Okay. I just committed. Well, commit. So, fuck you. Next. Um, yeah, I'm not sure on Jesse Winker. I have a feeling that this is just a hot start. Um... So I, I don't know. There's, I feel like his Mariners play last season feels more right than what he did with the Reds two seasons ago. Well, you have to feel that way about Brian Anderson then too because he's just had a ridiculous start to the season. Yeah, but at least with him, it's it feels more likely that this could be something. He also is got a fucking piss missile of an arm. I mean... He is playing right field and third base, and he whips the ball everywhere he throws it. It's a absolute hose piece. I, I love watching him play in the in the field too. Also, what about like Urias? Uh, yeah, he's just doesn't have a job right now. Yeah, he does not have a job. So like, there's another dude just to kind of write off. Um, I'm going to double back months ago, mm. and to all those dudes that were out there, you know, talking shit about. My idea of this season, I i mean, I'm just going to give myself your apologies because I told you that what this season was going to be was a half rebuild. I don't right? think it's a rebuild at all. I think it is. It mm. is because of the fact that you wiped out your whole team for your rookies. It's still a rebuild. It doesn't matter if you want to say that they win and they win. They're winning well. It still was a rebuild. What about a retool? Is that a better way to phrase it? Because they no, grew because these a retool, guys. A retool is what you do for like, you, you get someone on par, right? You had no idea Joey Weimer, Bryce Terang, Garrett Mitchell was going to resonate, resi- yeah, resonate as much as they have, mm. right? 
Did you have any idea that Joey Weimer was going to start off this season going 353? No, and I think what really also needs to be said is that the new rules of baseball really fit this team. And here's a I, I got this in a space yesterday. I believe it was Kevin Holden who was talking and gave me this idea. Bull all Mitchell, obviously for most of the season last year, uh Tarang and Weimer were in Nashville, triple A for most of the season last year. Mitchell came up at the end of the year, but the other ones were in Nashville. And the pitch clock was already in Nashville last year. So they are already a year accustomed to got to be ready at the plate. You know, you got to be there in seven seconds. Be ready. Yes. Right. And now the team is also one of the fastest teams in the MLB. I don't know by the numbers if that's true, but I test says this team can fucking move and especially led by those three guys, Terang, Weimer, and Mitchell, the bigger bases and the play that is so much more faster paced has really benefited this Brewers ball. Well, and I think this is, I mean, MLB might decide to lean back towards less power guys because of that. And does this eventually mean they move the bases back? I mean, Doesn't do, have to do be the much. Brewers have less power than they did last year? Because uh, it doesn't seem like it to start. They had one rough game in Chicago. Two rough games, I guess, if you count the second one. But it was also terrible weather in Chicago. I also know that I. it's almost a certainty that the MLB is juicing balls again. Because I believe this has been like the most offensive start to a season of all time. Yeah, I, but don't you think it could be a little bit down on that because of the pitchers having to be so in their head about this pitch clock and stuff? I don't Guys know. are a little more patient because pitchers are being rushed a little bit more when they're up there. Also, sidebar to that, Wade Miley never needed a pitch clock. I mean, that guy just goes up there and fucking shoves. He's ready to throw his next three pitches every time he's on the mound. We can go back to the Brewers now, the other one. Uh, yeah, I love what this team's got out there right now. The young guns have absolutely taken over. Uh, I, I think that the newcomers as well need to be highlighted with Brian Anderson, Jesse Winker. Uh, William Contreras is not batting great, but he's playing the field pretty well, in my opinion. And he's got to get it's hard for a catcher because you got to get acclimated to all your new pitchers and whatnot. It's, it's the hardest position to play in baseball. I really, really am caught so far off guard by the start of this Brewers team to sweep the Mets and to go I will back to back that. to back off Scherzer. This team is officially ready to break my heart. I mean, this is the, uh, yeah, yeah, I will agree with that. First of all, I definitely was not prepared with how successful the Brewers have been. And and you know that. Um, as and like the back to back to back thing. I mean, it happens. I'm I'm going to chalk that up as like a weird second time day. ever in Max Scherzer's career only. Okay, yeah, but how many how many fucking pitchers have back to back to back like home run games? Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. It, yeah, but I, but you're like I had this conversation with someone yesterday where it was like, dude, that's only the second time that's ever happened to Scherzer. Well, you know why? 
if pitchers were like going back to back to back all the fucking time, they wouldn't be on a goddamn team. Mm -hmm. So like that doesn't mean shit to me, but I will tell you that this has been a resilient fucking Brewers team just to start off. Mm. Let's hope they can continue it. Let's really hope that fucking Corbin Burns figures his shit out because he is uh, at a 9.64 ERA. Yeah, he's been the worst player on the team. I mean, like, he's really fucking bad. No, it's the worst start on the team for sure. I, I think that's right up there, uh, especially for the expectations that he's had too. So that should be something. Nine innings of work, 10 earned runs. Like, that's pretty bad. That's, that's, that's not great. That's awful. Uh, it's also based on... A lot of the guys are just being more patient with him. His his whiffs are down, his swings and misses, if you would. It's single digits uh, both games, which is very uncharacteristic of Corbin Burns to only get single-digit swings and misses in a game. Jacob deGrom just had a 25 swing and miss game last time he went out, and he obviously got shelled his first game of the year, too, against the Phillies. Um, but it's got to be encouraging that Corbin Burns can go out there and give up five runs and the team can get him a no decision now. You know what I mean? That was a death wish last year if Corbin gave up five runs. Like, there's no way you're winning that game. Now, I mean, they gave us a shot and Joey Weimer had the big homer, Winker had the big double, and obviously you heard the Mitchell walk-off homer. I, I am so excited to watch this Brewer team all season now. Right As of this moment... This team has me hooked. Well, let's uh, let's get these fucking tickets used because uh, I only got to like the end of May. Okay. Yeah, great. I'm only here till like the end of May. So that works out. Also, shout out to Freddie Peralta. Very nice opening day. And Wade Miley, obviously, too, who I wanted to shout out as well there, too. Those back end of the pitchers. Uh, pretty solid. Pretty solid guys. I don't know why you hate talking sports and then host a sports show. Look, your little shout-outs are cute. Okay. Very cute. We got one more segment here. Yeah. What is that? Well, I I was setting you up to say it. That's all I was saying. This is the best month of the year. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It is. Yeah. And I believe we are, what, two, three weeks away? So three weeks? Holy shit. Are we really that close? Yeah. It's like April (laughs) 20-something. Mm-hmm. April 20-something. That sounds yeah. right. Uh, yeah. I have it. Till NFL what? Draft. Till what? To the there NFL Draft. Tell the people, not me. I Jesus. just said NFL Draft. You're getting mad at me. Like, I am. I I'm know. mad at you. NFL I, Draft April starts 27th. Thursday, April 27th. So like three weeks. Three yeah. weeks from today. And in this time, we normally do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. right? We still obviously have to do... Our draft itself, which uh, we'll probably do, what is that, the uh, 20th, April 20th? That's when we will do it. It's a Thursday. Are we going to do it on this episode, or are we going to make a half episode? Yeah, we, we do it now. We do it now. Not on a half episode anymore? Yeah. We're, no. done, we're done with half episodes now? I think draft day deserves a half episode. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I like Fight that. me on that. Draft day will be a record day anyway, so. Yeah. Let's do two episodes. Exactly. We can do that. All right. Yes. So should we go through maybe like a mini mock draft team needs kind of thing here? Yeah. Team needs. Um, but let's let's do it with like standings. So like who you got? What does that mean? Bro, 
32 to 1. Who you got? Standings of the trap team team needs. What does that mean? NFL standings. Yes. How we've always done this. Where we think this team ranks in the league. So just power rankings. <sighs> yeah. Well, then why don't you write that? Oh, my God. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. NFL really, draft power really, rankings. Look, look, I know I'm the guy that's been get, taking like headshots and mm. uh, you know whatever for X number of years. Yet I, I sometimes I wonder about your concussions. Really, you never, you didn't, you didn't specify a segment on that. It was just pre-draft standings. Yeah, yeah but instead of the you know, standings have been asking, set. they've been. I set. sent that picture to you yesterday. Correct. And standings makes no sense now that I look. at And it. you never said anything about it. But you admit it doesn't make sense right now. No, it makes sense to me. So we're doing the power rankings pre-NFL Standings draft. and uh, power rankings means the same fucking thing. That's false. That's so false. What? Power rankings can be different than the standings. Okay, what do you got for standings? The standings are what the results are. Standings come from stats, wins, and losses. Power rankings come from team strengths. Who no. you think that no. power rankings can be personalized. No, that's stupid. That's literally true. You're, you're dumb. We did a whole power ranking segment you're on dumb. down the wire all year. It didn't matter what the rankings were. Fucking everybody's getting their feelings heard. Maybe there's too many people with soft feelings and fucking wrestling. You that's know you. you're wrong. That's you know you. you're wrong. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why don't you give us a start? Who's your 32 then? My 32. Let's see. Who would you think? would be considered the worst team in the league. Um, because I think there's obviously like a clear idea on who you'd want, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to give it to them yet. And especially with the way things are going, hmm. I might change my decision. So like going into the draft, who I think the worst team in the league is. Yeah. I'm also torn too. I think my okay, hot take maybe here. Hot take. Indianapolis Colts 
What? Indianapolis Colts. That's where you're going with your worst team in the league? Hear me out. Hear me out. The number one team, Chicago Bears, I think we all are in agreement are going to be better than they were being the worst team in the league, okay? So take them out, right? Next would be the Houston Texans, which I think is the easy choice. But they are also in line to get a quarterback that they really like, that they think could help save the franchise, okay? Cardinals are third because they had Kyler Murray get injured. And now we're at the Indianapolis Colts, who are going to have to give up a lot if they want to move up in the draft and also have really struggled to find a man to fix their quarterback problem. There, There's rumors that Jonathan Taylor's on the move. They only have one real wide receiver weapon. I don't really like the Indianapolis Colts. I think right now they're in the worst position for next season. Okay. Um, that's not where I suspected you might go. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, yeah, AFC South is, is an easy target. It yes. really is. But I, like, hear me out. I think one of the worst teams in the league might be the LA Rams. Really? I, I wonder if... That's another team that was riddled with injuries last year. Yeah, but I, I don't know if they're able to get over that hump anymore. I think injuries are going to stack upon itself. Aaron Donald has questioned his sanity year to year. But speaking of uh, Tyree kill, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, he's going to retire in 2026, right? Is that what it was after 2025? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, and if you like it, Baker's not on their team. Did they resign him? No, I didn't think Buccaneers. so. Buccaneers. Yeah. So who does that leave after Stafford? Uh, John Wolford. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's bad. That is rough. I mean, sure, they can be on the list, but I, I just don't think that Stafford's going to be out that whole time. I also think Cooper Cup's going to be back. I mean, I, I think the team is going to be fine they don't have their first round pick that's a problem obviously but i don't know maybe bottom five teams in the nfl sure when it comes to worst team no i don't i don't know if i'm ready to go you think they're gonna be worse than the falcons dog the falcons fucking suck okay the falcons are pretty bad they're garbage okay but Desmond ritter is their starting quarterback right now they got is campbell they got scotty miller they uh, got Scotty. Um, they got Johnny, rid of Calvin Ridley, Johnny Smith, mm. who worked with Art Smith. Nice. So I'm just saying, I think that they obviously have Taylor Heineke there to back them up. Wow. What, are you doubting Taylor Heineke? No, I'm just saying, wow. Are you doubting our boy Taylor Heineke? Play one for John Wolford, too. We're going to just say all that right now. Um, uh, Onyemata is also really good. David Onyemata. Like, there, there is a team here. Yeah. It might not be the greatest team. It's also in the NFC South. Bad. 
Bad, bad, bad NFC South. All right, now thirty-one. Let's go a little quicker through these. Now, so I'll I'll give you at thirty-one because now I'm wondering about if this actually goes through, and if it doesn't, since it has not yet, give me the New York Jets. Whoa, they're bad. Whoa, that's whoa. Like no, no. Dude, they had Flacco, Mike White, and Zach Wilson last year and won seven games. I get it. But who do they have now? Zach Wilson. For how long? A year at least. Yeah. I'm talking about in season. How long? Sure. But now I think it's also fair to say that Aaron Rodgers to the Jets on the hot seat a little bit. Yeah. Because there now might reportedly be other teams involved. Yeah, I mean, one of the ones I've been hearing is San Francisco. Um, Honestly, as a petty person right now, as long as he doesn't go to the Jets, I don't even care anymore. Like, I would love to see him just go anywhere other than the Jets. Here's what I've heard. uh, One of the San Francisco radio guys who has said that someone in the San Francisco office told them that they had offered or were planning to offer something like that, a 2024 first-round pick, and multiple third-round picks in this year's draft. Uh, I really wish they would just give us, like, Debo or something. You yeah, well, that's I mean? just not happening. Or um, like, But, look, I honestly, like, that's... It's a first-round pick. Sure. And I think even if it ends up being... A, and he might that, not even play in 2020, after 2024, you know what I mean? Like, so... In, in, the, in the fucking NFC West... Right. I mean... Could be anything, could get yeah. Beat. Yeah, could be anything. Um, all right. That's a hot take, I think. I know it is. I know it's a hot take, but you can't tell me too that if Aaron Rodgers doesn't sign there, that team isn't demoralized. I think I'm just gonna for my next four picks, I'll just throw the NFC South. Like any of them could be there. Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. Any of them could be that ass. I don't really like how any of those teams are panning out. I know the Saints might be a little happy with Derek Carr. I guess they're probably the favorite in that division, yeah, with Derek Carr. I don't hate Carolina that uh, much. You know, I don't hate them. They're going to get their guy. Sure seems like it's CJ Stroud is their guy. Yeah, and that's that's pretty gross. They, you know, do whatever you want with that. Um, so those are my next people and then I'm throw the Bears right after all them. I think that sounds right. The Bears, I think they're going to jump. I still think they're going to be at the bottom of the NFC North. Okay. Um, I, I still think the Bears are that low, at least for now. I like the Bears a little bit with Justin Fields. You know me. I, I do like Justin Fields, and I'm scared he's going to be good. And, and here's the thing about Carolina, too. They got Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Good backup. Who is prop. He's probably going to be the starter. Uh, no. No. Really? No, their first overall pickle, I think. I think especially oh, if it's man, Stroud. I don't know. I, I, really I don't do. know. Do you think the Bears are going to be better than the Broncos, the Raiders this year? Bears better than Broncos or Raiders? Man, the Raiders are really ass. Yeah, they They're don't have the QB either. They, well, they have Garoppolo. Yeah, but 
Broncos on a bounce back, maybe. I I'm not. Yeah, I I would sooner say that the Broncos have better season than the Man, Bears. I forgot OJ Howard went to the Raiders. Yeah, nice, right? I totally forgot about that. I would say huh. that the Bears maybe are right on par with those two teams, Vegas and Denver, near the bottom, but still have a chance to be better. Then I kind of lean Jets there. If they don't get the Rodgers deal done. Lamar Jackson? Oh, wait. The oh, other right. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he went to the Broncos this year. So we're still at the bottom half. I think then. Um, now. Texans? This, oh, yeah. The Texans are lower than I've said. Sorry. The Texans are going to be worse than the Broncos I mean, this the, year. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. yeah. I, who? Well, they're going to get one of their guys. Too. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, like They're going to have confidence. But they have they have good uh, they added some good names too you know yeah. like uh, obviously given Dalton Schultz and Devin Singletary I mean he's not great but you know he's he's someone yeah they'll like that they'll like that now I think we're going into the middle of the road tier yeah the meh teams and I think oh that this... oh we forgot Washington they might be bad yeah probably too yeah yeah okay I like that. Middle of the road. I think this is headlined by, like, Cleveland. This is where I'm like, okay, Cleveland's, like, the 20th-ranked team in the NFL, and I can see that, right? Okay. Does that sound about right? I also think Green Bay is right there for me right now. Ooh. On the on the meh, They're like, 19th team in the NFL going into the draft. Okay. I, I don't know if is I can say. Is that because of moves or lack thereof? Right. You know, I need to see what they get from Aaron and what that entails for us for anything. I don't really know if they're better than Detroit and Minnesota as of right now. Detroit has been stacking up on dudes. Yeah. And I mean, like low key, Detroit might sneak into the top 10. Ooh, okay. Let's slow down there, Speed Racer. But I'm just saying, they, and I'm not saying high. They might be nine or ten. Tennessee, I think, is also on that tier. I think the Packers are better than Tennessee. Hmm. Packers convert like they got a lot of their dudes back. Bringing back Justin Hollins, I think, is going to be sneaky. Okay, Justin Hollins showed he was pretty dang good. Same tier as like Arizona healthy. I sure. Also, I also can see Green Bay on that level. Um. I, I really want Green Bay to do great things this year. Obviously, I just, you know, you and me both were big Jordan Love guys. We're ready they to ride this point. Ready to ride it out. Like, let's see what he's got. I also want to just say, you know, if you go and look at, let's say, the numbers of one Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, even. When you go look at his first season, uh, where he started most of the time, obviously, uh, he went six and ten. He had twenty eight touchdowns and thirteen interceptions. I mean, that's not. I mean, maybe that's Aaron yeah. Rodgers' numbers now, but it's not lights out. And that was also one of the best quarterbacks ever. So, realistically, is it considered a success if Jordan Love goes seven and ten? Um. In my eyes, it is. Right. That's, but, it's got to show a lot of promise. But I'm going to tell you right now, you are going to get way too many butthurt fans 
that are be like, I expect playoffs. Well, yeah, well, shut the fuck up. It's not. It's not happening. Relax. Right. It is also 4,038 yards, 28 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. That's the stat line for Aaron um, in his first season. He was 25. Is Jordan Love going to be 25? Does that sound right? Or is he going to be 24? 20. He's he's a really young guy in his draft class as well, too. So I think 24? He, he might be 24. That feels um, right. So let me just go double check that. Jordan Love is, in fact, 24. November twenty November 2nd, he will be turning 25. Okay, so then, yeah, he'll be 24. So he's literally going to be pretty much Aaron Rodgers' age and experience with having three years under his belt. Okay. It's the exact same situation that he's getting put into. Packers, are they better than the Patriots? It's another team on the bubble, like right there. Yeah. Uh, also, if they get Lamar Jackson, no. Well, they're not. They've already... Or Aaron Rodgers, no. Well, that's not happening. Just don't even worry about it. That's I don't know. Happening. I've heard stuff about that, too. Good for maybe. you. Are, are they better than the Arizona Cardinals? With Kyler Murray? I don't know. I'm I'm kind of out on Kyler, dude. I'm not sold on Kyler. I'm just wondering if Green Bay is better than them with Kyler. Well, they're not going to have DeAndre Hopkins, so that's also going to yeah. be uh, probably no. So I'm kind of out on them. Okay. Um, okay. They, uh, what about the Commanders? Maybe. Maybe better than the Commanders, yeah. Okay, what about the Steelers? No. I think okay. that's the team that finishes one spot above them. Sure. Kenny Pickett's going to have another year. Um, Najee Harris got another year. Their defense is always great in Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh team last year went 9-8. and eight. Remember when we were looking at that team just being completely dog shit all year, and then we all bring up the fact of, oh, Mike Tomlin doesn't go under 500. And yeah. he went out there and just didn't go under 500. So until he does that, you can't assume they're going to be under 500, right? It's like 16 yeah. years in a row he's got this team above 500. And they're going to be looking uh, for a cornerback in this class. Mm -hmm. And this is a top-tier level cornerback uh, class. Okay. So... I mean, they still can do something. I think it all kind of depends on Kenny Pickett. Let's just be honest. I think we've all been circling around teams that are just missing the playoffs, and now we're getting into cuss. Tampa? Are they better than Tampa? Are the are the Packers better than Tampa? Yes. Mm. Gosh. I Tampa's not good. They're not going to be better than Tampa because of the division they play in, because of the division Tampa plays in. Are they better than Tampa? Would they win one-on-one? -on -one? Maybe. But they're not going to have a better record than Tampa because Tampa's playing the South. You know what I mean? This, this like, NFC South, I mean... Is garbage. Is hot garbage. Yeah, but they're... It, honestly, each one of these teams could split with each one of those teams. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. That's yeah. a one in one division from top to bottom. Sure. And it's not in a good way. Right. <laughs> you know? Right, right. right. But... I think they're all equal mm. it, it, to an extent. I, obviously, given some degrees of separation, right? Mm. I, I, and I, looking at it, the Packers are Packers. I, the Packers are. I would say slightly better than three out of those four teams. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're a playoff team. I'm not there yet. 
No, I'm let, not. Let me get four weeks in. Let me get a month in before I can really say it, I guess. But as of right now, no, they're not a playoff team. I'm not going to be a ridiculous Homer Packer guy. And I don't think that they need to be in the playoffs to have a successful season. Okay, what's that next like tier? That this next is the, echelon. This is the lower level playoff tier. So this is like they sh- they it, by default they're in the playoffs. This t- this tier is this five through eight or sorry fifteen through eight, fifteen through ten ish. You know, in that range. Okay. So this is like where I think Minnesota, New York. They find themselves. The Chargers, we're going to maybe start to believe in now. Yes. Um, Jacksonville? Miami, Jacksonville, all right around here. Seattle as well. I think that all of those guys are very much in play to be in this tier right here. Minnesota, obviously they won 13 games with a negative point differential. Hilarious last year. Um, They also... um, are getting worse in this offseason, it's fair to say. I yeah. think that right now I'm leaning Detroit's got a shot to win this division. I mean, realistically... I, I don't think this is like a shot. I think they should be looked at as the favorites. Right now, I'm not sold on Minnesota. Dalvin Cook's banged up. They have obviously the best, maybe the best playmaker, one of the best playmakers in the NFL in Justin Jefferson. But... Kirk Cousins' name is also being thrown around on the trade block to maybe get out of there. Um, They also have a really suspect defense, as we saw last season, that they've gotten rid of a bunch of veterans as well to go along with that. If Kirk Cousins goes, then then to me, it's like, it's not even a question. It's the Detroit Lions to lose. For sure. Yeah, I can get right? in that boat then too. Because do you at, think, at that point at that point does that become Nick Mullins's team? Uh, they'll figure something out maybe, I guess. That's uh, that's scary. Seahawks are better than the Vikings, worse than the Vikings same tier as Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Ooh, with Kirk Cousins I'm still going to say they're better. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. It's not by much. That's but, that one team that's like Maybe a spot or two higher than the Vikings. Right. Well, the Vikings are a spot or two higher than them. Is what you're saying? I think the Vikings are probably so, no, no. same as. So, Ashl- no, I'm saying like closer to the top. Seattle. Oh, okay, okay. I hate when people do that order. I don't know why, but I I understand your logic, but I think backwards. So you know what I mean. It's like people who are like telling me where to place this number, left to right or right to left. It's like people read left to right. Why would anyone? give you the first spot and say, never mind. Um, Cause I look at it like a pyramid. No, slightly higher. Is Baltimore in this tier? Yes. Is Baltimore better than Miami? No. Okay. Is Baltimore better than Jacksonville? Yes. Is Baltimore better than the chargers. Mm, that is really close. Okay. Okay. That is really close. Baltimore's going to have good defense. They just do. Always. Right. Every Look, uh, Sandy, or San Diego, uh, the Chargers in, of LA, ugh, um, I look at them and I instantly have to wonder how long before Staley gets fired. Well, and now Austin Eckler seems to be on the move because he's pretty upset with how things are going in their operation right now. They're going to have, what's his face? Uh, Kellen Moore this year, though. Don't forget. That was their yes. big offseason move. And 
I think that that's a prime candidate to take over for Brendan Staley if shit starts hitting the fan in the middle of the year. And I would assume that's why he signed there. Yeah, I agree. That's why Biennemi went to Washington. Same same vibe. It's the exact same scenario. I would say that um, that's pretty fair to state right there. I thought, I thought uh, the Chargers got a little bit better, but maybe not as far as like the team. They just sort of signed their dudes and and got Eric Kendricks. Uh huh. Yeah. Some reason I thought there was better. But <laughs> and then the top J.K. Scott. Nice, nice. And then the top tier. These are, I would say, the top five teams going into the league draft this month. Bengals. Bengals. Bills. Bills. Kansas City. Chiefs. Eagles. Eagles. 49ers. 49ers. And we're missing one. Oh, you know what? There's a separate tier. It's called Dallas. And Dallas oh, is right, in between Dallas. the... Like Dallas is the five and a half team, right? Yeah. Here. You know what I mean? Like I'm not ready to call you good, but you shouldn't be on the same tier as the last teams we just said. Right. Yeah. yeah. So Dallas in the middle of those being like five and a half, six and a half Dallas. You know what? I would just throw those top tiers. I, I'd throw six in there. I think Dallas got a lot this off season. Yeah. But I'm just not ready to say Dallas is better than Philly or San Francisco or I mean, maybe Philly got worse this year. To be fair, and the NFC is much easier than the AFC, obviously. But Dallas is not on the same tier as Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo. They're just not, in my opinion. So I sure I would then put: Is Dallas the best team in the NFC? Now we're talking. I mean, maybe they're fourth. I guess. San Francisco, I would say, leans ahead of them right now. I would put San Francisco over Buffalo. Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't think Buffalo got all that much like better. Philly lost a lot too, so hard to put that's them, true. That's hard true. to put them so high right now. So Dallas again, definitely their division right now, in my opinion. Is it safe to say that the AFC is stronger than the NFC. Yes, 100%. Uh, I think every division, like the NFC West is probably the best division in the NFC. Well, I guess the NFC East, right? Um, but the Chiefs are definitely the best team in the West, right? Of, yeah. Of all of those. Then we go to the South, and Jacksonville's the best team of the South, right? Mm, I think I think New Orleans would have something to say about that. Okay, fine, fine. Same, those are similar teams. Then we go to the North, and it's definitely the Bengals, right? Yeah. Okay. And then we go to the East, and I think Buffalo is near the top. O- over Dallas or Philly? Um, at some point. I'm, I'm a little shaky on the Bills. At some point, they're going to break through is where I'm at. With yeah. Them. That's where I'm at. Obviously, their team has not performed well to their standards uh, last year. But I think that at some point, they got to break through. And I am a huge believer in one Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah. There it is. I think that worked better. Just tearing them up. Sure. Great. That, uh, that'll be our pre-draft stuff right there. Yeah. So then, uh, next week we'll have to break down. Bro. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had it there for a reason. Trust me on that. Okay. Fine. Uh, and then we're going to have to kind of break it down a little bit more. 
Um, because we still got what? One more week? Three weeks. I know, but like next week, something the week after we have to do like mock draft. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Twitter hitter. Twitter hitters. Yes. All right. I got it. I already started to play it a little bit and then I cut myself off. Okay. Because mine's not a Twitter moment, but I think it's something that definitely got the rounds around Twitter. That was Garrett Mitchell's response after he hit his home run, Mm -hmm. which I know you heard. So let everyone else hear it. You know, I was thinking about this, but uh, when my wife doesn't show up to the games, usually something good happens. So at the, going into that battle, I was like, man, well, she's not here, so might as well do something fun. Yeah, uh, Garrett Mitchell just totally threw his wife under the bus. You know what, though? It's it's definitely a relatable feeling, in my opinion, um, where, you know, if, like, mom wasn't at a game, I felt like I played better. Or like well, something and like now that. like Garrett Mitchell is gonna see his wife, and he's gonna be like, "This bitch, yeah, go away, <laughs> go away. I want to play better." Which his wife had an absolutely fantastic response to it. If you didn't see that, she uh, put out a pit, uh, put out a tweet that was like, "Me at at my husband's ball games," and it was. The dude from Mean Girls, like mm-hmm. with the hoodie, like she doesn't even go here, like glasses up, like hood tucked. So she's she's having fun. This bitch. All right. Uh, my Twitter hitter. I will. Mm, God, I got I got I got one or two things I want to do here. Oh, how about this one? Uh, will I am in Milwaukee. Very big caller into the Bucks talk post-game show he went to the clinching game yesterday for the one seed and he brought a sign with him as well and it was the meme of the blonde beard guy where it's like thank you for saving my life and then there's like a guy on the other side that's like bro i'm just or whatever and so he put thank you for saving my life and it was like bro I'm just Bobby Portis on the other side. This bitch. Uh, that's a fun sign right there. Like that one. And then how about Cam Newton dropping the names of quarterbacks? This I'm already bitch. hitting that before. Um, so these what are the a, only quarterbacks that he thinks he could back up in the NFL. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Tua, Malik Willis, which a wild name on this list, by the way. Like of <laughs> anyone else on this list. That's a wild one. Is Malik Willis the second guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, Jalen Hurts, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Sam Howell. This bitch. Bro, that, shut your mouth. That's the list right Stop there. Stop talking. Geno Smith not on that list? Uh, Geno's got more worth than Cam right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry. So... That's a fun one. Uh, and then last one, because I think it's funny, and it's not really a quick hit. The Milwaukee Brewers are the heaviest team in the MLB. Oh, yeah, let me... Uh, but they're fast. I, the, the, I'm sorry, did you say fat? Fast. Oh, fast. fast. F- 5,640 pounds. It is the fattest team. Um, Who's number two? The Royals. 
Okay. 56. That Midwest life. Oh, I get five. It. Yeah. I get it. Uh, some, <laughs> one full major league team that it weighs as much as a rhino and eight jugs of water on top of that rhino. That's, that's what the Brewers are? That's the story. Right, yeah. let, me, let me guess the, youngest, uh, the lightest team. Okay. Is it the Miami Marlins? Uh, Miami Marlins are literally right in the middle, 15. Really? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, give me one more guess. Let me go. Uh, let me, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a stab. Let me go Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're last. Am I right? Yep. Nice. I just believe you see these whenever you guess things like that anyway. No, I... Hey, 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 hey. No, I, I just, went. Yes. I went Miami first. Yeah, I know, because I showed you the picture, and then you were like, oh, okay, right. I can't see that from here. Okay, okay. You'd be nuts if you could think I could see that. Congratulations, then. Congratulations for getting that correct. All right, move on. Correct. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, it's uh, quick hits. Quick hits. Let's get some quickies in. Uh, All right. Um, How about I start us off with uh, Phil Blinsey. Phil Blinsey is joining your Seattle Sea Dragons. I knew that. And Ben Danucci is balling out. Ben Danucci. And Josh Gordon is still on the team. I mean, Great. He's, he's doing good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all cool with it. Uh, Milwaukee Brewers had a flyover on opening day, and then they closed the roof. That was funny. Okay, but it rained. It rained. Yeah, no, they had. To, the- I mean, they had to have the roof closed. It was just funny. They didn't be like, you know what, flyover, just don't do it. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I get that. I get that. Um, so that's funny. That's that was a good one. Um. And how about this, like, prime, this prime uh, sponsorship that's been going on? Logan Paul, KSI. Yeah. I mean, they've been bodying it. They've been killing it. Yeah, KSI was on WrestleMania yep, this got, past week. Got uh, five-star frog splashed. Yeah. Through a table. Yeah. As a prime guy. Uh, they are also the official sports drink of the Los Angeles Dodgers now. And they are the that's their first North American team deal. It will now be available throughout Dodger Stadium. You can go buy Prime. Have you had it? I have not. It's not good. Really? No. No. Why? Uh, I would sooner drink Fast Twitch than Prime. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Fast Twitch is a stupid name. It's a stupid name, but I could at least find myself drinking it. Um, I've I've had both of them, and I was like, okay, Fast Twitch is dumb, but it tastes good. Prime does not taste good. I got two more real quick ones. Chris McIntosh hired a new coach for the Badgers athletic department. That would be uh, Mike Hastings for the men's hockey team. Doesn't sound crazy, but he was at Minnesota State Mankato. Pretty fucking dominant hockey school. Made two frozen fours in a row now, 2021 and 2022. Badger hockey. Watch out. Next year, probably going to go to the ship. Yeah. All right. And then we didn't talk about this, and we should have, I think, on the show. NBA Hall of Fame or Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, Stacked class right now. Stacked class. Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, Pau Gasol, Tony Parker, Becky Hammond, Greg Pop. Yeah, I mean, that's a a great class. Stacked class. I did have it. I had it right here. Also, um... Is it kind of crazy Bo Ryan's not in the Hall of Fame? 
Nah. Nah. You got to remember this is the Basketball Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm what gonna he go, did I'm at go. Platteville as well before was nuts. So I think it's bullshit. Well, Ryan's not in the Hall of Fame. Okay. That's my TED Talk. All right. Um, sure. Yeah. Sure. So. And Pau Gasol, like, kind of an overrated player, if we're going to be honest. But he has more of a reason to be in the Hall of Fame than Bo Ryan. Right, because he rode Kobe's coattails. I don't care. Just saying. I don't care. That's why. Uh, So, I have a couple. Th- um, you think Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday are going to be Hall of Famers? <sighs> Brooke, sure. Okay. As of right now, I, I think I could realistically have a, a a good debate with someone as to why Brooke Lopez should go into the Hall of Fame. Okay. Uh, Drew, as of right now, no. All right. Are you mad? No, I was just curious. What do you think? Okay. 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 Go ahead. Your okay. quick hits. Okay. All right. First, it was Mania this past week. Yeah. Um, and because WrestleMania happens, usually in the town, a lot of different other wrestling and combat events happen. Bloodline lives on. Oh, by the way, uh, we didn't mention that either. The Endeavor Sports Group. Yeah, that's a big sale. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let me, let's just quickly get into that. Uh, UFC and WWE are now one. Mm-hmm. So be and, prepared. And Vince McMahon looks like the most pedophilic man I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so whatever. We'll kind of have to wait to see how that works. But uh, yeah, so be prepared for crazy shit to happen with the WWE and UFC. Okay. Because they're going to team up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking of... MMA and fighting and whatnot. Fight Circus 6 happened this week. Nice. This past week. And if you don't know Fight Circus, which I don't expect you to, it is basically the weirdest fucking fight, like like a combat sport Mm. ever. Okay. Uh, Because there is no set rules. Um, Usually they just kind of make it up. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to read you some of the things that they have done I'm, um, I'm down for in it. this, in this, like this past weeks. So first one, you already know, this is how crazy it's going to be. When you start off with a Dana blacks, gentlemen's power slap league finals. Okay. So they did power slap to start off with a guy named Dana black. Okay. Instead of Dana white. Oh, that was the joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I didn't know that. I just assumed the guy's name was Dana Black. I didn't think I didn't get that. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh, then you also had the musical chairs of doom. Okay. In which <laughs> you had to line up. If you were out, then you got struck first with like a kick. Okay. And then had to proceed, uh, go into the next match with one of the musical chairs guys and like as you were going you would fight for a spot on the chair Mm. so you know dumb sure multiple two-on-one competitions okay which always a great one you had a blindfolded lucha muay thai match nice you had a wheel of violence match 
Which I don't know what the fuck that even means. It's probably like they put a bunch of weapons on a wheel, right? I have no fucking clue. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. okay. But this is this is like again, this is real fighting. Oh. This isn't this isn't like wrestling fighting. Okay, wrestling's real, but um Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like it's still yeah. Uh but the main Whoa. event was Siamese boxing. Oh my god. So four competitors went oh into god. uh two of which shared a shirt. You had uh Woody and John Nutt. Uh they formed the team of Sloppy Balboa. Okay. And like then they <laughs> they went against Two Palo Ramsap Creed. That was the team. A team of Bob Sap and Quentin Rampage Jackson. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I thought they were like actually Siamese people. No, okay. no, no, no. The, these, again, they went into a shirt. They shared I mean, a shirt. Quentin and Bob Sap had to win that, right? And did they ever win it so fast? So fast. Yeah, I wouldn't. Those are two of the, like, the biggest dudes I would just not fight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rampage Jackson and Bob Sapp defeated uh, the Sloppy Balboa in the round three, 37 seconds into round three. Wow, good for um, them. So, yeah. Oh, there was another one, too, of a uh, four-on-one MMA fight in which Steve Banks beat the shit out of four random tiny guys. Oh, really? Uh, it was great. Hilarious. Nice. Uh, you can watch all of this on uh, Fight TV if you want. So feel free. It's it's great. It's so dumb. And it's worth the price. Now, mm-hmm. next one. I, oh, fuck, I had this guy's name, but now, I, of course, it takes it away. But there was a hockey game, Nashville Predators. Uh, here, let me bring it up. P.K. Subin. No. No, he doesn't play anymore. Oh, shit. Okay. Come on, Tom. That's literally all I got. Sorry. National Predators Matt Duchesne. Yep. Uh, was playing against... Uh, let's see. I don't know who the fuck he was playing against. Uh, oh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And at one point, uh, a slap shot was hit. Okay. And instinctively, Matt Duchesne put up his glove... And stopped it. Obviously hit it. Hurt like a bitch. Yeah. Didn't think anything of it. Played the rest of the game. Was then at the end of that game, Matt Duchesne took off his gear and found a piece of his finger in the glove. Yeah, that sounds like a hockey guy right there. I mean, mean, duh. Uh, If you want to see, I have the video. Look at this shit. He just catches this fucking slap shot that's going you know, hundred plus miles an hour. It is absolutely disgusting mm-hmm. after you realize that he just lost his finger. Yeah. Good for him. Nuts. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, he just apparently like threw it out afterwards too. Um, <laughs> threw it out. That's so badass. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to do something that bad. Yeah, I don't believe ever in my life. Uh, like, even if my child was caught in the jaws of an alligator and I saved it, it's not more badass than throwing out your own finger. Yeah, well, it's just the tip of his left hand finger. 
Uh, Duchesne was visibly concerned over the chopped finger. Nice. But um, yeah, it was found inside the glove. Wow. Nuts. Then, last but not least, the Cincinnati Zoo mm. has... R.I.P. Uh, Harambe. It's, yeah, well... Same zoo. Um, the Cincinnati Zoo has had uh, Fiona the Hippo... Oh, no. ...ranked as the number one Cincinnatian for the past five years. Yeah. Now to be dethroned by Joe Burrow. Yeah. That's fair. I, Glorious. What what more do you need other than like the guy who's brought you to a Super Bowl? Look, M- MVP candidate. What the fuck is that hippo done for that city? I look. I'm just telling you right now. Fucking Fiona would fuck you up. Yeah, it's a hippo. Hippos are like hippos would fuck up almost anything. Uh, Not a lot of like, animals fucking up a hippo. No, I, I think like hippos are like considered like one of the top five most dangerous animals in the world. I feel like a rhino maybe up there too. No, I think hippos kill more than rhinos. Oh yeah, I mean statistically, yes, I think hippos are. I'm saying if we were actually going to run a fight here, you know, oh man, we're going that route. Like Fuck. like hippo, I think hippos fucking up a lion. Hippos probably fucking up a tiger. Yeah, you know, I mean, Rhino, I can see maybe just putting up a fight because it could actually charge it. So, you know, elephant's not doing shit against a hippo. No. Yeah. I I would say that uh, hippo is top five power ranking animal. Fight me. Yeah. Uh, also, like, small breaking news. <laughs> Lori Markkinen's going to go do military service for the Finnish Army. Oh, yeah, I knew that. He's going to finish up his Finnish service. Nice. I, I'm just saying that's what it was. He was finishing up his duty. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Down the Wire. <laughs> duty. Um, thanks for listening. There's uh, another show we do, right, Dave? Yeah. So listen to Triple Grit Trivia. Uh, we've got great content. Great questions. It's a great time And you wouldn't even understand how much fun it is to just question your sports knowledge. Mm. Because I'm going to bet you right now. You'll learn something. You ain't smarter than the triple grip machine. And uh, am I the triple grip machine? Fuck you. Relax. At this point, I'm on a winning streak here. Three in a row. Yeah. Nice 70. Dub. What? And I also (laughs) don't care because I got the dub. Uh, and we're going to have more episodes going forward. So please give a listen. Triple good trivia. Also, five stars, rate, subscribe. Give us a like and enjoy every. All right. You can stop now. Thank you guys for listening to Down the Wire. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeart. It really doesn't matter. We are on all of those platforms. Are you done? That's so disgusting. People don't want to hear that. You can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Joey Chestnut! You motherfucker, Dave. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. It's a sports podcast.
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.